back to Recharge Radio, your one-stop spot to get spiritually recharged for your day. We want to get you thinking of your worship to God as a Christian. My name is Tim, and thanks for tuning in. Another week at church must feel good. Here at Redeemer's Grace Church, every Sunday is so jam-packed with activities and fellowship opportunities that Monday feels like the start of my weekend. In any case, I pray that you had a wonderful time in corporate worship together, as well as great fellowship with other brothers and sisters in the church. Though it may look a little different some Sundays, I pray that it is still a wonderful time. Have you ever considered the fellowship that you have with others in the church as worship to God? Well, that's what we'll be talking about today. Fellowship as worship to God. What comes to mind when someone says fellowship? Do you think about spending time with other believers at a church event? Or maybe you think of an educational fellowship, or even perhaps the Lord of the Rings. Christian fellowship is much more than that. It's much more than just joking around or talking about the latest news. Rather, we can get an understanding of the intents of the word fellowship when we look at the Greek, where it means the participation for the same purpose. Fellowship is participation for the same purpose. So then in Christian fellowship, when we engage with others for the same purpose, which is the purpose of building up and encouraging, that is when we fellowship. First of all, fellowship has to be grounded in the Christian faith. For without the same belief in Jesus Christ, there can be no fellowship. Fellowship cannot exist between a believer and an unbeliever, for they actually have nothing in common and cannot encourage one another. 2 Corinthians 6 verses 14 to 15 reads, What fellowship has light with darkness? Or what harmony has Christ with Belial? Or what has a believer in common with an unbeliever? So it's important to know that a critical component in fellowship is the Christian faith. It is the common bond. Without this common bond, our conversations would be tied together by hobbies, preferences, worldly activities, things that don't matter in light of eternity. And relationships built on these things are frail and weak prone to break, brittle. Christian fellowship needs to be firm, and it needs to be built on the belief that Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior. So we established that fellowship must first be grounded in the Christian faith. Now let's go on to that content of fellowship to build up our understanding. There is a real, tangible way to accomplish fellowship with others. There is no ritual to perform or incantation to recite. And it is definitely more than just sending good vibes towards someone. Fellowship is understandable, discernible, and coherent. It is not some mystical thing that you have to accomplish. It is intentional conversation that seeks to build and encourage one another in the faith. It is richly encouraging one another with the word of God and pouring Christ into their life. Let's take a look at Romans 1, verses 11 to 12. Here, Paul writes to a church he has never visited before by saying, For I long to see you so that I may impart some spiritual gift to you, that you may be established. That is, that I may be encouraged together with you while among you, each of us by the other's faith, both yours and mine. He writes that he wants to give some spiritual gift to them so that they may be established. But what does that mean? Paul actually elaborates on this in verse 12, 
and we see the phrase that is expounding upon his previous statement. Paul wants to be encouraged together with the Roman church in person. He wants to visit them. He wants to share the faith with the believers there. In short, Paul wants to have fellowship with them. And we can see here that in fellowship, there is encouragement and a desire to refresh the other's faith. This is the fellowship we ought to have with others. One that is refreshing and encouraging to the faith of both parties. Fellowship involves engaging with the other person's life and expending energy and effort to get to know them. Now, here are some several simple ways you can engage in fellowship with other believers. Now, keep in mind, this is not an exhaustive list, but simply some suggestions for you to follow. First, you can follow up with their prayer requests and see how their prayer requests have changed since the last time you were updated about them. This can help you to start take notes and remember what is going on in other people's lives. Then you can take the time to pray expectantly for them and follow up with them another time. This is a great cycle for you to get caught up in. Second, have a genuine concern for other people's lives within the church. Similar to the previous point, have a desire to see how other people are growing and serving. Share in their joy and sufferings and build that relationship with them. Third, share something that you've been learning and applying from the word. Whether you are able to pour the word of God into the life of another brother or sister, you are encouraging them. And in return, let them share something they've been learning as well. Mutual encouragement over the word of God is a sure sign of great fellowship. Fourth, ask them what they want to accomplish in their spiritual life. Get the other person to think about what they are doing to grow in their holiness and how they are worshiping God now. You can always point them to Recharge Radio if they need that little boost throughout the week. And fifth, find a way to serve them. Whether it is through fulfilling a need or encouraging them with a random act of kindness, when you serve others in the church with the intent to build up, it will produce wonderful fellowship. There are numerous ways to encourage and to be encouraged by other believers. And with these things, it's important to note that they do not come without effort. There is an effort you have to make in fellowship to remember what they said, to pray for them in your prayer time, to follow up on previous conversation. Fellowship is not some byproduct of spending time with one another. Rather, it is intentional and it should be the focus of what we are to do when we are with other believers. How is this worship? Well, when we are encouraging the faith of others, is not God's name magnified even more? Is not God brought to mind even more? Fellowship brings to mind how God is working in each of your lives. When God's name is praised and magnified through fellowship, that indeed is worship to the Lord. So simply put, when we pour Christ into other people and bring God to their minds and their lives, that is worship. So Christian, have you thought about your fellowship with others in the church? Are you taking intentional time with those in the church to build them up and also to be refreshed by them? Today, think of at least one person in your church and seek to get engaged with their lives. Whether it is a short text asking them about their prayer requests or a phone call talking to them about their reading, find someone to fellowship with and really see how God is working through that person. 
That is an amazing opportunity to worship God right this very moment. Thanks for tuning in to Recharge Radio for today. I pray that you are encouraged and think about your worship to God. As always, if you have questions or comments, send them our way at rechargeradio at rgcsc.com. This is Tim, signing off until next time.